Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Corrupted Desire Part 2 by Marks 810 Chapter 04 As Daisy woke up, she knew her day was going to suck. There was no way it wouldn't. It took everything in her to get dressed in her usual clothes and makeup. What was the point anymore? But it was all habit. Besides, she wanted to look pretty for Alex when she saw him at lunch. That was what was driving her. Despite getting a feeling that Alex was extremely entertained with her display at the party, she hadn't seen him since. Nor had she heard him in her head. She missed him. She really hoped that she'd be able to stop by his place this afternoon. She'd been good. She'd been so good. But he was sir. There was no telling how he'd treat her one day to the next regardless of how good or bad she was. Actually, that wasn't quite true. She might get ignored or punished for doing everything right, but it was a guarantee if she was bad. But even with all that, there was enough hope to drive her forward to her own personal hell. When Daisy left her room, she was surprised to see Jasmine waiting for her. What the fuck are you still doing here? Jasmine rolled her eyes. We're going to class together. No the fuck we're not. Daisy growled. I am officially the school's slut. In every possible way. You do not want to be associated with me. You see this? Jasmine pointed to her own nose. This is the face of someone who doesn't give a fuck. Besides, being the friend of the school slut isn't remotely as bad as being the school slut. I'll be fine. Daisy let out a small chuckle and shook her head. Your funeral. She bit her bottom lip as she looked at the door as if it were going to burn her. You could always not go. Jasmine offered, her teasing tone gone. But, sir. Daisy whimpered. Jasmine let out a sigh, a twinge of guilt in the back of her mind. There was so much she knew now and so much she wanted to tell Daisy, but she was sworn to secrecy as a condition of said information. So all she could do was be there for her, locking her own arm into Daisy's as they went through the door. The difference was immediate. Daisy had always had this aura about her since she adopted her bitch persona and began to enforce it. When she walked, people moved out of the way and if they didn't, she made them regret it. Well, except for Alex. But now, even with Jasmine there, the aura was obliterated. It was clear almost instantly that pretty much every damn person at the campus had at least one version of the party scene on their phones. By the start of her first class, she'd heard muffled versions of herself moaning at least fifteen times. She didn't even bother to bring her own phone. The day after the event, it had been blown up with various memes at her expense. There was a particularly good picture of her smiling widely with her face covered in cum that was used in a lot of them. There was also a lot of her snapping at Steve, usually with some pun about him being a cuck. It was amazing how witty people could be in such a short amount of time. It was one of the few times part of her wished she was as young as she looked. At least then, the videos would be illegal. But now, she just had to weather the storm. Not surprisingly, Maria had no problem taking over Daisy's group.
Daisy wasn't even going to bother fighting it. She made it clear to Jasmine that she could easily stay part of it if she just distanced herself from Daisy like everyone else had, but Jasmine was stubborn. And a good friend. It made the day bearable. Just, mercifully after half a day of brutality, blatantly being called a slut to her face, an obscene amount of catcalling, and various accidental displays to her of her own sluttiness, the one thing Daisy had been looking forward to now filled her with terror. The one thing above all that Alex valued was his privacy. But due to the lie Daisy told about him being connected to her dealer, most people put two and two together and assumed he must have had whatever super version of ecstasy Daisy had been on. Most people assumed that Daisy had to have been on something to have remained so energetic through the whole thing. It turned out she was fucking for over five hours and still outlasted everybody fucking her. It would be impressive if it weren't so pathetic. She had been asked about it multiple times so she could only imagine what had happened with him. It made her feel like such an inconvenience. When she peeked over, she saw Jasmine sitting at his table frantically talking with him about something. She had an idea of what they could be talking about and smiled. It was a nice thought, but she was sure it wouldn't matter. Daisy sighed as she turned away and was about to spend the lunch period alone in the parking lot when she heard a voice in her head. You should really thank your friend, slut. Come. Daisy's head snapped in Alex's direction and she whimpered with need. But more importantly, she was actually being invited to sit at his table. True to date, she'd only been invited to it when it was because of Jasmine, and this time was no different, but she'd take the win. As she sat down, Daisy looked over to her friend and followed the order. Thank you, Jazz. Don't mention it. Jasmine said with a smile before glaring at Alex, who flashed her a bemused smile before turning to Daisy. And just how was your day, slut? Alex asked, grinning widely. Daisy let out a sigh. She wanted to apologize for all the drama, but Alex obviously wanted to go right to the humiliation. He clearly wasn't one for foreplay today. Everyone either hates me, is mocking me, wants to know my dealer, or wants to be in the next gangbang. It was horrible, and I've never been so thoroughly humiliated in my life. And the best part is that it will continue tomorrow and the next day. This is my life now. But what about your friends? Alex asked with such an innocent, caring tone that Daisy might have thought it was genuine if she didn't know him. Surely you ladies have some kind of chicks before dicks kind of code. Not for that many dicks. Jasmine murmured under her breath, receiving a chuckle from Alex. Daisy sighed. Jasmine wasn't wrong. They were never really my friends. Besides Jasmine, of course. Alex seemed to grin even wider. So, let me get this right? Your mother is abusive as fuck. Your father is neglectful as fuck. Neither of them really want you. All of your friends have turned on you the instant you show a moment of weakness, like the rabid pack animals that they are. Everyone in the school officially sees you as the dumb slut you are. Am I missing anything? No. Daisy sighed again, her eyes down on the table. No, that's a pretty good summary of the situation, sir. Fallen quite the distance, haven't we? It's as if the only things you have left to live for are me and Jasmine. Daisy dejectedly nodded, but then Alex's words sunk in. Her head shot up, eyes wide in pure terror. Oh, oh God. Oh God, please, please, sir, I'm begging you, don't. I'll do anything. 
Calm down, slut. You're making a scene, Alex said with a calm smugness that seemed to define him. Sorry, sir. Daisy fought back her sobs, but the panic in her eyes never ebbed. What's going on? Jasmine asked, nervously looking between the two of them. What am I missing here? Sir, made me a thrall for revenge. He's, he's gotten it now. Daisy's voice was as even as she could manage as she tried to follow Alex's previous order to not make a scene. He doesn't need me anymore, well. Alex looked up thoughtfully. I never needed you. You were just an entertaining momentary distraction from the monotony of human existence. But given that I'm all you have left now, how can I not release you and put the cherry on top of your misery? Sir, please. Daisy begged quietly. She wanted to offer him something, anything, to prove her worth. But the problem with that is how much he enjoyed her agony. If this was always his plan, there was nothing she could do to stop it. Jasmine let out an exasperated sigh and glared at Alex. Damn it, Alex, what do you want me to do? Alex feigned innocence, putting his hand dramatically over his heart. Whatever could you mean? Oh, stop. Jasmine rolled her eyes. Do I have to beg on her behalf? Have a train of people have their way with me, too? What do I have to do to keep you from releasing her? Hmm. Alex pondered, acting as if he hadn't already worked all of this out in his mind. I suppose I could keep her. Or I could release the slut and make you my thrall instead. Both Jasmine and Daisy's eyes went wide as they both shot up and looked at each other. Daisy's eyes were frantic and panicked as she silently pleaded with her friend. Jasmine looked over to Alex and immediately felt like the worst person imaginable. She considered it. And they both knew it. Daisy let out a small sob and Alex looked like he'd actually rip his lips if he grinned any wider. Why can't you just thrall us both? Jasmine complained. You've had more than one thrall before. That's not the game, little one. Alex chuckled his eyes only on Jasmine as he awaited her decision. Jasmine simultaneously hated and loved the shudder that went through her body when he called her that. She could almost hear Alex's voice in her head telling her that she'd be putting Daisy out of her misery. The likelihood that Alex would actually treat her well was almost ludicrous at this point, especially if keeping her cost him the clear hard-on he had for forcing Jasmine to make fucked-up moral decisions. He'd probably punish Daisy for it, anyway. Punishments that Jasmine would enjoy. Closing her eyes, Jasmine let out a sigh. Keep Daisy, please. Alex just shook his head, clearly unsurprised by the final decision as he shook slightly with his laughter. So disappointing. I thought you were smarter than this. Maybe we have different definitions of smart, sir. Jasmine sighed, confident in her decision now that she made it. Alex was all about the mind games. There was no guarantee that this was her only shot to be his thrall. Given Alex's moral disposition, she was sure that eventually she would become as cynical as he was in time, but she wasn't ready to cross that road just yet. I want you to remember this moment, little one. You will regret this decision, Alex said with a chuckle. I would have regretted the other one too, Jasmine murmured. We'll see, Alex stated before jolting upright suddenly drawing both girls' attention. I almost forgot. This is for you. Reaching in his pocket, Alex took out a wad of money and handed it over to Jasmine.
You won. Jasmine's eyes widened as her complexion colored a faint pink from her blushing as she put together how she won that money. She was angrier at herself than anyone else but she just couldn't look at Daisy after accepting it and abruptly got up and left. Thanks, Jazz, she said to her retreating friend. Truth be told, Daisy wasn't sure she would have chosen Jasmine over Alex if the roles were reversed. In fact, she was sure she wouldn't have. Turning her attention back to him, now that Jasmine was gone, it was like her invisibility to Alex had increased. I'm sorry. I'm sure people have been bugging you about the super ecstasy or whatever, heh? Alex chuckled, his attention now on his food. What's funny about that is I'm pretty, tight with the pimps in the area. And pimps tend to be tight with drug dealers, so you weren't wrong. Not that I'd admit to any of that. I'll make it up to you, tonight, if you'll allow me to. Daisy offered, fidgeting awkwardly in her seat. Oh, I'm sure you will. Alex stated, glancing up with a familiar glow in his eyes. Daisy was already wet by the time she reached the familiar door and knocked. She felt like she hadn't been here in ages. It was definitely before the break. Come in, slut. Daisy tried to hold in her excitement as she entered. She knew that she was setting herself up for disappointment, but at this point she was just happy to please him. Having been unable to do this since she first mentioned it on the last visit, as soon as the door was closed, Daisy fell to her knees and prostrated herself before him like the god he was to her now. Unable to see Alex now, all Daisy could hear initially was Alex's chuckle. At least that implied he was looking at her. What do you want, slut? I want to please you, sir. Daisy replied immediately. Is that right? Alex spoke as he put down his book and stood up, walking over to her. I have an idea about how to do that. Daisy's heart began to pound. This was weird. He'd rarely bothered to get out of his recliner before. But she had to assume that it was because she couldn't see him. She could hear every step until his feet came into view. He was so close. If she sat up, then her face would be level with his cock. She missed that massive beast as well. Daisy's eyes bulged as she heard a zipper going down. She hadn't realized just how badly she wanted it. He still hadn't said anything yet, so she had to assume that she was supposed to stay on the floor as she was. Sit up, slut. Hands behind your back. Daisy immediately shot up, following the order, whimpering when she saw that Alex's huge cock was already out of his pants and hard, so very hard. Opening her mouth wide, Daisy prepared for the hard throat fucking to come. Close it, slut. You don't get to taste it today. Alex said bluntly. Daisy's eyes widened again as she followed the order and fought the urge to audibly whimper in complaint. Why was she clearly in a blowjob position if she wasn't allowed to blow him? Instead, she swallowed the saliva pooling in her mouth as she was forced to stare at Alex's cock. He gripped it firmly from the base with one hand as the other ran up and down his impressive length and girth. Daisy's breathing picked up as she saw the bead of precum on the head of Alex's cock before he began using it to lubricate himself, squeezing more and more out with each pump of his hand. This was torture for Daisy. The more he stroked, the more she could smell his precum and her mind took over reminding her of how good it felt in her mouth, on her face, how good it must feel if he came inside of her. She began to squirm around a little, becoming more and more needy but with no outlet for it, 
When Alex let out a small groan of pleasure, it was simultaneously arousing as it was little daggers in her mind. She wanted to be the one to coax those sounds out of him. She wanted to imagine that she was. To lose herself in the fantasy, but she couldn't. Whenever her mind would drift, she would feel Alex's influence focusing her thoughts and keeping her in the here and now. Even as Daisy's eyes began to water in her frustration, she couldn't keep her eyes off that glorious mammoth between Alex's legs. The more he stimulated it, the more aware she became of its throbbing until she could tell he was about to come. A thrill went through her in anticipation and then everything went black. Daisy couldn't see anything. She couldn't hear anything. She couldn't feel anything. All sensory information was suddenly gone, and she knew it was Alex. And it took her only a moment to despair when she realized what is happening. She wasn't being allowed to experience his orgasm in any way. She barely had time to panic over that when it all came back. She blinked a few times before she realized that Alex hadn't even given her the humiliated pleasure of coming on her face. She could see the puddle in front of her on the floor as Alex's aftershock shudder drew her attention, and she couldn't fight back her pout before hungrily looking down to the cum on the floor. Clean that up. Alex sighed, waiting for Daisy to bend forward with her tongue out before adding, Not like that, slut. With your tights. Daisy let out another disappointing sigh as she thought about it, and then looked up at Alex again. You want me to take them off first, don't you? Of course. Alex smirked back. It genuinely worried Daisy how disappointed she was that Alex didn't want her to clean his cum from the floor by basically rolling in it. How the mighty have fallen indeed. With another sigh, she stood up and took off her tights before wiping up the spill. There was a slight shudder of pleasure that went through her as even through the thin layers of material she used, she could feel a faint whisper of what she would feel if she could touch it directly. Looking up for a moment, the unexpected sight of Alex's cock was still right in front of her. But just as distracting was the bit of cum slowly dripping from the tip. Daisy unconsciously licked her lips. Sir? Hmm? Alex wondered as he looked down and saw the source of Daisy's attention. Oh, right. Suddenly, and viciously grabbing Daisy by the hair with one hand, he used the other one to wipe off his dick on her cheeks before letting her go. It was such a sudden and unexpected action that Daisy barely had time to register what was happening before it was over, and she was just kneeling dumbfounded with her cheeks glistening with smears of cum. If she could have, she probably would have come right there and Alex knew it. Pathetic. Finish cleaning that up and get the fuck out of my house. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Daisy quickly said as she turned her attention back to the floor, trying her best to ignore the dull pleasure throbbing on her cheeks as she finished the job she was ordered to do, quickly gathered her things and left. She did her best to not think about the fact that she still had the tights in her arms. He might make her throw them away, just to spite her. Then again, the fact that she was so happy with cum-drenched tights probably said more about her pathetic nature now than anything else. She was pretty sure she could hear Alex laughing at her in her mind. Be why the time Daisy got back to the dorm, Jasmine was in their communal area, eating a sandwich before wincing when she saw Daisy. How did it go? Daisy had to think about the answer to that question for a bit before she could answer. Sir was pleased. She was about to go to her room when she received new orders in her mind and then sharply looked at Jasmine. What? Jasmine asked, 
suddenly very self-conscious. Daisy put down her bag and walked up to Jasmine and before she could protest or even realize what was happening, Daisy deeply kissed her. Jasmine instinctively kissed her back before it fully triggered to her what was happening, and she pulled back. Daisy, what the F dash? Her eyes widened further as Jasmine noticed the golden glow in Daisy's eyes that until now she'd only seen in Alex's. Daisy then ran her middle finger along one of her slick cheeks and took advantage of Jasmine's baggy pajamas and easily slipped her hand into the bottoms and teasingly rubbed her pussy with the slick finger over the panties, getting an immediate reaction even through the thin layer of material. Fuck! Jasmine moaned, feeling the barest tease of the effect of Alex's cum, something Daisy was all too familiar with. Jasmine gasped again as Daisy whispered lustfully in her ear. Sir can see you now. He can feel you now. He can smell you now. Daisy purred, her finger beginning to move faster as Jasmine bucked with emotions. Sir wants you to know that if he chose differently this would be his hand right now, in preparation for a vicious fucking you'd never forget. Your hand would be wrapped around his cock. He wouldn't have teased you this time. He'd let you touch it. He'd let you suck it. He'd let you serve him. The more Daisy spoke, the closer Jasmine got, her mind picturing the events as vividly as if they were happening, small whimpers and gasps escaping her lips as she rode the rising wave of pleasure. That said, he knew you would make that decision. He's not mad. But he wants to make himself very clear. He is not done with you. And just like that, Daisy stopped, leaving her friend shocked, needy and unfulfilled as Daisy picked up her things and began back to her room. She then stopped and looked back. Jazz, when did you see Sir's dick? Jasmine's eyes bulged as a genuine jolt of fear was added to her myriad of emotions. The sentence was said so evenly, but the subtext was practically dripping. And when Daisy's eyes glowed even brighter, Jasmine didn't think it was Alex's influence this time. Never mind. Daisy sighed the glow slowly fading. Sir says it's none if my business. Good night. Night. Jasmine squeaked out, hugging her knees as the dull throbbing in her pussy insisted. She'd deal with that later. There were still quite a few things she needed to process. The next few days became something of a pattern. Daisy kept her head as low as she could manage and was heckled relentlessly regardless. She became numb to it. She was aware it was happening, but it didn't matter. Only Alex mattered. Daisy began living her life almost on autopilot. She only truly came to life when she was knocking on Alex's door and doing her best with his daily humiliations. It took a few days but eventually she was able to touch him again and things became, well, not normal, but manageable. She still hadn't had an orgasm since the party but it was rarely an issue except when she was alone with Alex. Even when sitting with him and Jasmine at lunch, Daisy found herself slightly out of it. She did notice that Alex and Jasmine seemed close. They talked to each other very casually whereas Alex seemed to ignore Daisy's existence for the most part. Jasmine had tried to keep her involved at first, but it was clear that it was just not the game that Alex would play ball with. But on one occasion, Daisy's interest was triggered. I just don't understand it, Jasmine muttered. Daisy is more devoted to you than anyone has ever been devoted to anyone else in the history of existence, and you couldn't care less. 
What would the difference really be with Dash? You're wrong in just about every damn thing you just said. Alex replied with an amused laugh. Oh please, great sir. Educate me. Jasmine challenged, raising an eyebrow. You lack context. Alex began. You think that the slut is special somehow. That her dedication to me makes her unique in some way. I have made many thralls in my time. Can you guess what separates them? Please tell me. Jasmine responded with a smirk. Nothing. Alex chuckled. Absolutely nothing. Regardless of the starting point, when it comes down to it, they can fight it, they can embrace it, but they will always do everything in their power to please me in the end. They have to. It's their purpose from the moment I claim them as mine. The slut is no different from any other slut as far as I'm concerned. But you... This caught Jasmine's attention as she instinctively bit her bottom lip. Alex could be so fucking intense at times. And while he tended to keep his talks on the short side to avoid giving Jasmine info that she could earn, when he did talk like this, it reminded Jasmine of how much she loved his voice. It wasn't the first time that she thought that he could make a killing from audiobooks or some kind of podcast. You, Alex continued, are fully aware of what I am. You are fully aware of what I do to you and that actually turns you on. And it's not the immortality or power that you want, because I can tell when that is the case. You want me, as I am, to torture the ever-loving fuck out of you. Now, that is intriguing. Then, wouldn't that mean that because I choose to be devoted to you of my own free will that you prefer me not as a thrall at all? Jasmine wondered out loud. I'm undecided, Alex said with a smirk. Toying with you is very entertaining, but if you were my thrall, I'd have so many more ways to do it. A faint blush appeared on Jasmine's cheeks. And what ways would those be? Wouldn't you like to dash? Alex started before he seemed to suddenly notice Daisy's presence, drawing Jasmine's attention as well. Daisy was very visibly shaking. Her eyes were bulging, she wasn't blinking, and tears were streaming down her cheeks. She could feel her heart pounding and despite knowing it wasn't necessary, her inability to catch her breath was adding more and more fear that felt like it was bubbling over. When she looked over to Alex to see his eyes disapprovingly looking back at her, she knew she was causing a scene. But the more that she tried to control herself by sheer will, the more that she could feel the sobs forcing themselves out of her, and the more violent her shaking became, she felt like she was going to die. That was all she could think of. She was going to die right here at this table. You can't die unless I let you die. I've told you that before. Now calm your fucking shit. Alex growled harshly in her brain. I'm T-trying, ISW swear, sir, I'm trying. Daisy stammered as she cried even harder, despite her efforts to stop. She didn't even pay any attention to the fact that she responded to a telepathic message out loud. Fuck sake. Alex groaned, rolling his eyes. Fucking useless. Alex, please. Jasmine insisted. Can't you do something? Of course I can. Alex sighed before a wicked grin formed on his lips. Beg me. Alex. Jasmine whined. I'll beg all you want later, I promise. Please help her. I'll hold you to that. Alex replied before grabbing Daisy's hand. Come on. Daisy had no choice but to follow the order, 
not even completely responding to the pulse of pleasure that went through her from Alex's hand holding hers. There was a slight thought that this was the first time that they'd held hands, but that was to the side. Wherever Alex was leading her, he wasn't being gentle about it, so she needed a level of focus just to keep pace. Be why the time Daisy had regained some of her bearings, she realized that she was roughly being thrown into one of the bigger storage closets. There were various boxes of supplies and other things that Daisy couldn't care less about right now. It was dark once Alex had closed the door behind him. He insisted that she couldn't die unless he willed it. Maybe he was about to will it here and now. No. You're just being paranoid. Alex growled, practically shoving Daisy into the wall. I'm sorry, sir. Daisy wailed. I'm sorry. I can't dash shut. Up. I don't want to hear another fucking word out of you. I was having a nice, pleasant conversation and you had to make yourself the center of attention. Daisy's instinct was to defend herself, but she had enough control over herself to shut up. With words at least. Breathing was still a problem and she was still sobbing. Surrendering to Alex entirely, Daisy didn't question anything he did until she realized he was pulling down her tights and panties in a motion so rough that his nails scratched down her legs. A dull sensation of pain and pleasure throbbed from the red marks. The sobbing ebbed slightly just because she was curious about exactly what he was doing. Something which became clear when she saw him pulling out his cock. Now that got her attention. She almost audibly asked if what she thought was about to happen was actually about to happen. But that was also answered in the next swift motion. With one hand, Alex was able to easily lift Daisy level with his waist and with the other, he covered her mouth as she suddenly felt her pussy being penetrated. Nothing else mattered in that moment. Nothing. There was such a sudden explosion of pleasure shooting through Daisy's body that it was all she could process. This pleasure was her world now. If heaven was even an option for her anymore, it could fuck right off. This was all she would ever need. All Daisy could do was scream in his hand. He hadn't even started thrusting yet. The moment he did, it was as if the delicious friction sent fireworks through every cell in her body. It was as if she were on fire while being repeatedly struck by lightning at the same time. The sensations were overwhelming. It was somehow too much, and yet she still wanted more I in response to her wishes. Her hips made small tentative motions against Alex's thrusts. She felt so full. Daisy couldn't even process how much of him was even in her, and her eyes were too full of tears to look anyway. Trying to use any logic just wasn't working. With every thrust, her mind would just go blank again, so Daisy surrendered to it wrapped her legs around his waist and letting her body do what it wanted. It was like an out-of-body experience. There was no past. There was no future. Daisy was firmly and permanently in the present in mind, body, and soul. It was that thorough. As her hips rode Alex's monster cock, her eyes rolled in the back of her head as the fire and lightning were joined by the hurricane of Daisy's orgasm. She screamed so hard into Alex's hand that it hurt or at least it felt like it should have hurt. She wasn't even sure she could even feel pain right now. The torrent of sensations had their way with Daisy's petite form as she violently shuddered, bucked, shrieked, and cried, overwhelmed entirely by what she was feeling. It felt like forever before she came down from it, to realize that Alex had stopped thrusting. He was still inside her, 
so the pleasing warmth was still radiating through her core, but the lightning was gone. There. Alex grunted, releasing his grip on Daisy. You're fine now. Now that Daisy could actually think, she could see what was happening. He'd achieved what he wanted to achieve, and he was done. Panic rose up in her again though it was much more focused than whatever had happened to her previously as she squeezed her legs to prevent his escape in probably the most blatantly insubordinate action she could think of in recent memory. This was instantly followed by another one as she spoke without permission. Sir, please. Please, I'm so sorry. I know I don't deserve it but please come as well. You're already here. Fuck me however you want. Please let this dumb slut make it up to you, sir. Alex's face was unreadable as he looked into her eyes, that familiar glow lighting up the dark room. They just remained in that position in silence for a few moments, the only movement being the occasional throb of Alex's cock, which sent a thrill of pleasure through Daisy that she knew better than to react to. Fuck you, how I want to. Alex repeated, the corner of his lips curling into a smile. Daisy quickly nodded, biting her bottom lip. She understood that question very well. Her ability to feel pain with his dick in her was about to severely be tested. She found she didn't care. She didn't know when or if he'd ever fuck her again. She didn't want to leave it with one amazing orgasm on her side and that was it. Making use of the wall, both of Alex's hands suddenly wrapped around Daisy's throat as he gave one powerful thrust. And in this thrust, three things were made abundantly clear to Daisy. One, his dick wasn't even close to being entirely inside of her before, but now it was. Two, his amusement was because he hadn't truly been fucking her before. He was being very gentle. Now he wasn't. And third, she could very much still feel pain, not so much as a gurgle or whimper could escape Daisy's throat with the grip Alex had on her throat as he viciously forced his cock balls deep in her pussy over and over, the room seeming to shake with the force of his thrusts. Daisy's mind went blank again as another hurricane of an orgasm tore through her. She was in pain, but she was also in pleasure in almost equal measure, both being just as intense as if they were lovers, both fucking inside of her as well. Even at the party, Daisy had never felt as much as if she were a toy as she did now. She made no noise. Alex's thrusts were so visceral and violent that she could barely respond to them in any noticeable way. She was merely an object to be used by him, and the tiny bit of her that could still think welcomed it. Once again, time no longer existed. Daisy genuinely had no idea how long she was being fucked like this. When she'd come, it would register to an extent, but she was so overloaded with sensory input that it was almost as if it were happening to someone else. Alex groaned as he thrust with inhuman speed. To someone looking on the outside— it was almost as if he were vibrating instead of thrusting. This was a little risky to be honest. It wasn't Daisy's imagination when she thought the room was shaking. Part of the campus probably was at this point. Alex went out of his way to appear human that using this much of his real power was both freeing and somewhat alien at the same time. He didn't care. She wanted this dot Daisy's eyes bulged as she could feel Alex getting close. Her body shuddered in excitement and then it was like a bomb had gone off. It was that intense as she heard his moans and the first rope of cum shot deep in her cunt. Later, Daisy would genuinely wonder if Alex had killed her. 
It was as if everything stopped existing and then it all suddenly came back in an orgasm so powerful that it rivaled the punishment orgasms that she received back to back. She came so hard that it hurt. Her body throbbed with the effort and she lost periods of time a few more times before gravity became a thing again and her ass slammed hard on the floor as Alex let her go and his cock mercifully slid out of her. Daisy could still feel Alex's come inside of her sending fireworks off in her body as she shuddered repeatedly, becoming accustomed to the sensation of using her lungs again. That was quickly cut off however when Daisy's hair was grabbed, and she felt Alex's dick forcing its way down her throat. She gladly swallowed it, doing everything in her power to keep focused enough clean him off. Now feeling cum in both her pussy and going down her throat, Daisy was reminded how sore she was getting when another powerful orgasm exploded inside of her. At this point she was a tired, sore, and absolutely satisfied mess as she crumpled on the floor, vaguely aware that Alex was putting his dick away and putting all the boxes and supplies that they'd knocked down back in their place. Daisy tried to speak but only a pained wheeze escaped her sore throat. But oddly enough, she could feel it getting better by the second but she knew Alex was most likely going to leave her on the floor in that closet until she felt up to leaving under her own power. She didn't want to lose this moment. Sir, you're, you're always going to hate me, aren't you? She mentally asked. No matter what I do, I'll always be the stupid human who poured soda over your burger? Alex paused and looked down at Daisy, gently holding her shoulders and sitting her up against the wall before giving her the most gentle, tender kiss to her forehead. You dumb slut. Is that what all of this was about? Of course, I'm always going to hate you. Were you not paying attention? Alex's tone was soft and kind as he said those words but only because they were more painful that way. He slowly licked the fresh tear trailing down Daisy's cheek. But look on the bright side. I don't have to deal with you now this afternoon. And that makes me happy. Congratulations. You're welcome, sir. Daisy replied dejectedly, watching Alex walk out of the closet and leaving her alone in the darkness. Chapter 05 The first night was hard. It was when Daisy truly realized how evil Alex had been to give in to her begging to be fucked. She was reminded of the first time she'd seen Alex's cock and wasn't able to do anything but leave. Her body yearned for it. She tried to think of something else— Anything else and her mind just wouldn't give her a break. After her and Alex's time in the closet, her mind and body seemed intent to betray her no matter how hard she tried to tug her focus from the hopeless endeavor of getting that experience again. She'd been at this long enough to know the deal by now. Alex only really fucked her to let her know what she was missing when he didn't fuck her again. In fact, it was a few days before she could even see him outside of class. Like always, by the time the status quo was restored, Daisy was so happy to see and touch his dick that her desire to have it come in her again was numbed somewhat. Not that it stopped the pain of Alex's words, which haunted her from the moment they were said. It wasn't that it was even a surprise. Nothing he said or did showed any indication that if she were a good enough thrall, that he'd have less disdain for her. But she'd had hope for it, somewhere deep down and now that it was gone— it made things. Difficult point one of the most difficult things was keeping her friendship with Jasmine. There were so many thoughts. Bad thoughts. Thoughts she'd never act on, but they were clearly there. 
Daisy wouldn't have even been a thrall anymore if not for Jasmine's decision, but even then, it was hard to bite down the resentment and the oftentimes very violent thoughts attached to that resentment. Daisy found herself so stressed that the daily mocking she received mattered less and less. She barely even heard it anymore. It all seemed so insignificant, as was class in general, though the assignments actually seemed easier. They were just facts. She wasn't exactly a bad student to begin with, and it wasn't like Alex kept her from her studies for extended periods. He would just torture and humiliate her for a bit, and then send her on her way, assuming he let her stay at all. Besides, school was important because it was the only time that she was guaranteed to see Alex. As pathetic as she knew that was, it focused her mind when she would study or have homework. Alex and Jasmine seemed as friendly as ever. She could tell that Jasmine would try to tone it down for her benefit, but it was for naught. It was still painful. Sometimes she couldn't be bothered to take that particular punch to the gut and would let them be alone. Daisy was surprised this was allowed, but when she thought about it, it did make sense. Alex preferred having time alone with Jasmine more than he liked how much it tortured Daisy to watch it. But not enough to tell her to leave them alone all the time. It was a win-slash-win for him. When she wanted to be alone during the lunch period, she tended to go into that same storage closet. Like most things in her life, it was as much of a relief as it was painful. It reminded her of having sex with Alex, but it also reminded her of having sex with Alex. But it was better than watching him and Jasmine grow closer. When the weekend hit, Daisy decided to wake up early and head over to the mall by herself. Jasmine loved going to the mall as well, but Daisy just didn't have it in her to be Jasmine's friend today. She felt a little bad about thinking that way but part of her didn't care. Besides, Daisy needed some new bras. She was dealing with enough psychological pain without the physical aspect of crushing her steadily growing boobs into her old bras. Daisy frowned as she looked at her reflection in the changing room mirror. She wouldn't mind the bigger boobs if it actually mattered. Alex had never even touched them. It was like, what was even the point of these changes? Most people noticed the obvious things like her boobs and her hair, which was now the exact opposite of how it started. It was almost entirely black with a lock of blonde. But it was the subtle things like her hips and legs that irked her somewhat. She mostly wore skirts, so it didn't really affect how her clothes fit as much as much as her boobs did, but it still seemed like a lot of effort for no payoff, even though the changes were happening on their own. Even choosing her brows was an unexpectedly stressful situation. Instinctively, she wanted to get things that Alex would like, which of course was its own black hole of depression itself. Part of her thought that maybe she should get things that Jasmine would wear but she hit the same wall. It was clear that it wasn't the clothes Alex liked but the person filling them out, and he never liked Daisy regardless of what she wore. But the thought of not caring and choosing whatever was comfortable seemed wrong. She needed to keep trying to please him even if it was pointless. Maybe he was right about all thralls being the same. Even when logic dictated that she do certain things, she felt compelled to do whatever would benefit Alex. Daisy ended up surrendering to the compulsion and choosing bra and panty sets that she thought looked sexiest on her. At least she had bras that were comfortable with her new body. She just hoped it was almost done going through its little growth spurt. After getting something to eat at the food court and looking around at other stores just to waste time, 
Daisy was ready to go home when a horn beeped at her in the parking lot. Daisy! Steve called out from his car, flashing a smile. Want a ride back? I'm fine. Thank you, though. Daisy sighed as she kept walking. Daisy, come on. Don't be weird. We're going the same place. Why not? Steve asked, rolling his eyes dramatically. Daisy's eyes narrowed. There were all kinds of red flags going off, but the problem with the odd mix of numbness and frustration she was constantly feeling was that she didn't care. She didn't feel like arguing the point, so she just got in the passenger side of the car. As soon as she did, she noticed another guy in the back seat. Do I know you? The guy chuckled and smirked back at her. Finish what the fuck you started. He growled, quoting at her before smiling again. Daisy's eyes widened with recognition. He was the first person after Tristan to fuck her mouth at the party. Oh, hi. Brad. He reached forward, offering his hand. Of course, it's Brad. Nice to put a name to the dick. Daisy said bluntly, accepting the handshake as the car surged forward. Brad chuckled again before leaning back comfortably in the seat, taking advantage of having the back seat to himself. Hey, you're funny. So, quick question, funny girl. What were you on at the party? Me and Steve have a bet going. I keep telling you, B. Steve smirked. I've seen her hide before. She wasn't on shit. Right, Daisy? I don't want to talk about it. Daisy grumbled. What's the point in being coy now? Steve chuckled. It's a yes or no question. What part of I don't want to talk about it was unclear? Daisy sighed, looking out the window to get away from the conversation, regretting getting into the car more and more by the moment. You weren't kidding. Brad laughed. She does have a mouth on her when there isn't a dick in it. Daisy felt like she was leaning against the opposite side of a door that Steve and Brad were just determined to open. It was only when she paid more attention to her surroundings that she realized another problem. Where are we going? I thought we could hang out a while before we let you go. Catch up a bit. Steve stated, flashing Daisy a wide grin. Take me home, Steve. Daisy said shortly. I'm not above jumping out of a moving vehicle. Oh, come on, slut. Brad purred, leaning forward against the front seat to wrap his arms around her. There's only two of us. It won't take long. Daisy looked out the window when she felt the car slowing down. They were heading down what looked like an alley. She wished she'd paid more attention earlier. She had no clue where she was beyond the fact that she still had to be in town by how long it took them to get there. She looked over to Steve and then down to Brad's hands, which were moving up to her boobs. Sir. Daisy mentally called out, feeling the car coming to a stop. It took a few moments, but she got an answer. What, slut? Alex's voice rang out in her head. He sounded irritated. I'm sorry, sir. I just. What do you want me to do? Daisy asked, helplessly. There was another pause. Daisy imagined Alex was getting a lay of the land around her. She could tell when he understood because he laughed. I don't care. And then he was gone. It was an odd sensation. It was like Alex had hung up a phone in her mind. She could call him again, but that would be a bad idea. Regardless, there was a finality about the way he said that. He didn't mean that he didn't care as an insult. He genuinely didn't care. 
She could do what she wanted as far as he was concerned. That Daisy's supposed freedom in this situation didn't help her. She just sighed. Could you stop? I'm really not in the mood. She sighed, moving Brad's hands. Let us help with that, then. Wasn't it you who said, I believe it was either fuck a hole or get the fuck out the way so someone else can? Pretty sure that was you. Steve chuckled, putting the car in park. What's in the bag? Brad asked suggestively. None of your goddamn business. Daisy grumbled. Before she could protest further, Steve had taken the bag and was teasingly showing off one of the skimpy bra and panty sets inside. Oh, sexy! Do a little fashion show for us? Steve teased, waving the little bits of material around. A an ember of anger flared up for a moment as Daisy snatched the underwear out of Steve's hand, put it back in the bag and got out of the car. She barely got more than a few steps before Brad was out of the car and blocked her way. Hey, hey. We were just teasing. Get back in the car. Or not. Steve stated, getting out as well. More room out here. Daisy looked to see Brad blocking her from the front and Steve circling around from the back and side. She was genuinely surprised by her logic as she put her bag on top of the car and resigned herself to her fate. Getting it over with would take less effort than fighting them. It was that simple for her. How do you want me? She asked as unenthusiastically as humanly possible. Oh, come on. Don't be like that. Steve said with a wide grin, acknowledging her surrender. What was all that sluttiness you had at the party? We're not at the party. Daisy replied flatly. What's the deal here? Am I sucking you both? Spit roasting? I want your pussy this time. Brad said, winking. Fine. Daisy rolled her eyes and pulled her panties down from her skirt, also putting them on top of the car. You could give us a little strip tease at least. Steve taunted. Daisy turned around and sneered at him. Either fuck me or let me go. I'm not entertaining you. God, I love that attitude in a bitch I'm about to wreck. Brad purred in Daisy's ear, now pressed against her, his erection throbbing against her ass in his jeans. Oh yeah? Wreck me, daddy. Daisy muttered with the least amount of inflection as she could manage, as if she were reading a script. Brad seemed to find her lack of enthusiasm hilarious judging from his laughter as he reached around in front of her, his fingers finding her pussy. Let's see if I can get that slut back out of you. Yeah. Good luck with that. She mumbled back. While Daisy did moan slightly to the stimulation, she rolled her eyes again, especially when she saw Steve unzipping his pants. Once his dick was out, Steve seemed to focus on taking off Daisy's top, his eyes widening slightly as it came off. Where the fuck were those when we were dating? He said hungrily reaching to pull Daisy's boobs out of her bra without taking it off. Waiting for me to dump you. Daisy spat back before moaning softly as Brad's fingers ran over her clit. I like this whore. Bend over so I can pound that cunt. Brad ordered, taking out his fingers and licking them. Uh Uh-huh. Daisy sighed, bending over and looking up at Steve with her mouth open and immediately swallowing his cock to cut out the middleman of him telling her to. Fuck. Steve groaned, feeling his cock sliding down her throat as he grabbed her hair and began thrusting. Who knew it would have been so fucking easy this whole time? Right? Brad chuckled, positioning his cock before sliding it into Daisy's pussy, 
moaning as it squeezed against the new entrant. Bitch can suck a mean dick. Daisy continued to let out slight moans of pleasure and effort as the two worked up a pace. While she'd admit that it didn't exactly feel bad, she just didn't care. It was a numbing experience, especially compared to the high she had at the party. They were fucking her back and forth like she should be begging for their cocks, talking smack the whole time. How good their dick was. How much of a cock slut she was. How she'd be a slave for their cocks after they were done with her. Blah blah blah. It was also boring. Daisy's eyes widened slightly as a realization hit her. She instinctively tried to gasp, which didn't work with the dick down he throat, though Steve took it as a gag, which boosted his ego quite a bit. Not that it was even slightly on Daisy's mind. What was on her mind was that it was all Alex's fault. After the pounding he gave her, this was just nothing. Sex was nothing. It was just a numbing reminder of what she wanted to have again, but the second realization was so much worse. Tears began to form in her eyes as Daisy realized that this was how sex with her must be for Alex. The way she was treating the duo currently fucking her holes was exactly how Alex treated her when she tried to sexually please him in any way. The idea crossed her mind that no matter how hard she tried, this numbing feeling was the best she'd ever be able to do for him. Another wave of panic went through her, which the other two mistook for her finally getting into it when her mind couldn't have been less on them. She wanted to make Alex feel the way he made her feel, and she wanted it desperately, and that was when it happened. Daisy had no clue what was going on, but it was so weird, so alien of a sensation that her panic only rose. And it rose to such an extent that she did something she hadn't done for quite some time. She actively disobeyed Alex's will and called him again. Sir. Sir. Please. What's happening to me? She heard the irritated sigh in her mind. She could hear in the silence that followed how much trouble she was in. This better be good, slut. Oh. I see. Interesting. The fact that Alex seemed genuinely intrigued by something involving her snapped Daisy to attention somewhat. That sense of panic and gloom ebbed a bit. Sir? You feel how they're both glowing right now? Alex asked. Daisy blinked. That description helped immensely. Both guys were suddenly giving off a glow. That was the best description for it. But she could feel it as opposed to seeing it, which just didn't make sense. It didn't compute in her mind at first. Yes, sir. I feel it. You're a little earlier than scheduled, but part of a thrall's duty is to harvest souls for their master. We can get them ourselves, of course, but there are benefits to having a thrall do it, not to mention the convenience. Think of it as cooking when you could just get takeout. Daisy blinked again in confusion. Not because she didn't understand what he said but more because she was pretty sure that was the longest Alex had said something specifically to her without some kind of insult thrown in. So, the glow, it's their souls. Obviously. Alex answered, though because you manifested so early, I doubt you'd be strong enough to actually take a soul. Maybe a fraction of one at best. Daisy let out a shudder that was probably misconstrued by the two who were inside of her. But she could feel Alex inside of her as well. Not sexually as it was with them, but it was similar to when he penetrated her mind the night that he forced all of the backed-up orgasms on her. It didn't bother her as much this time, 
though it wasn't like she had anything worth hiding anymore. She had to assume that's how he knew what she was capable of. But when it came down to it, she only had one question. Do you want them, sir? Of course not, Alex said bluntly. They're men, barely. Daisy inwardly growled. Heh? Fine. They're not female. But I suppose you should get some practice in while it doesn't matter. Think of the soul as a fruit. You can either gently squeeze out the juice, leaving the fruit more or less intact and able to recover, or you can just tear out chunks of it. Daisy almost grinned before she remembered how occupied her mouth was. That second one sounds very painful. It's excruciating. Alex agreed, his grin somehow coming through in Daisy's mind. It's non-fatal, but it will definitely leave a scar. And just how would I do that? Daisy asked menacingly. You're already doing it. Alex answered before, hanging up, on her again. With her new knowledge, Daisy took stock of her situation again. The glow wasn't as panic-inducing now that she knew what it was, nor was her initially unexpected hunger for it. But Alex was right. Now that she was focusing on it, there was a concentration of their souls slowly building around their groins. Daisy's eyes narrowed wickedly as she took herself off sexual autopilot. Fuck! Brad and Stephen groaned in unison, feeling an immediate difference. There she is! Brad moaned, shuddering as he pounded her with a renewed vigor as Daisy's hips rolled against his thrusts. That's the slut I remember. Hot damn, baby! Steve trembled as Daisy's tongue joined the party massaging the head of his cock as soon as it would come out of her throat, only to stick it back inside on the next thrust. Daisy quickly realized that the more effort she put into pleasing them, the more concentrated the glow became. It wasn't by much, but she did notice the difference. Alex did say that she wasn't quite strong enough to take all of it, but she was more than willing to see how much of a fraction she could manage, moaning loudly as the two were building closer and closer to orgasm. It became almost symbiotic. Probably the most alive she'd felt on her own since the party. Though this time she knew Alex wasn't watching. But even without him in her head, Daisy's full focus was on the pleasure she was giving. Brad was clearly about to pop first. He wasn't even showing signs of it yet, but Daisy could sense it in the glow. Her attention shifted to her hips and her pussy, working both in sync, massaging Brad's dick and building to the orgasm she hungrily anticipated. Fuck, I'm gonna come, Brad announced, his pace becoming more frantic and erratic as he shuddered with each thrust, his cock bottoming out into Daisy's cunt harder and harder until he finally felt his release. Short of Alex having his way with her in that closet, Daisy couldn't remember looking more forward to an orgasm that wasn't her own. With every spurt of cum that shot inside of her, she could feel the glow sort of, loosening, allowing her to suck it into herself as the inner walls of her pussy were coated. But Daisy quickly realized that as soon as Brad reached the peak of his climax, the fraction that she'd been able to take in was somehow going back. Instinctively and almost in a state of panic, she tried to fight that force, keeping the glow inside of her. And that was when she could feel it tearing. The effect was immediate. Brad froze mid-thrust, a look of sheer agony and confusion on his face. The blood drained from his face, and he opened his mouth to scream but no sound came out. By the time he fell backwards the damage had been done. As if it were a weird mirror version of the experience, Daisy immediately came, and she came hard.
the moment that the fraction of a soul was inside her, it was like an explosion. The orgasm she received from it was merely the icing on top of the pleasure cake. It all happened so fast that Steve didn't realize the danger he was in until it was too late. By the time so much as, What the F- dash left his lips, Daisy had regained her senses and his opportunity to escape was gone, solidified by Daisy clutching his ass and deep-throating him hungrily. Looking back and forth between Brad awkwardly trembling on the floor and Daisy bobbing on his cock, Steve was clearly panicked with his dick apparently not getting the message as his balls steadily came closer and closer to their release despite his terror. This wasn't help when Daisy looked up at him. His eyes bulged even wider as her own black holes looked up at him. And this was almost quite literal considering her eyes were now solid black, only broken up by intense golden glow of her irises. As soon as Steve saw her eyes it was as if the fight left his body. The fear was still there but it just wouldn't compute to his body. He just stood there paralyzed in the amazingly short time that it took him to come given the situation. Just as with Brad, it started as an amazing release until it reached its peak. Knowing what to do this time, Daisy didn't even let the glow start going back this time. She kept a strong hold on it, even pulling before it was necessary, and in a few seconds, her body was shaking with another powerful soul fragment-infused orgasm. She panted on her knees adjusting to the intensity of the sensation as her two, attackers, twitched on the ground, alive but probably wishing they weren't that it was the biggest high she'd ever experienced. Moaning softly, Daisy stood up again. It was as if her senses were all cranked up to eleven. The sights, the sounds, the smells, both good and bad all assaulted her simultaneously and it was glorious. Reaching on the top of the car, she put her underwear back on and put her boobs back in her bra before pulling her top back down, resituating herself. Her attention was drawn to Steve when a soft groan escaped his lips. Her own lips curled into a grin as she kneeled down and grabbed his chin making him look up at her. Did we learn a lesson? Maybe you'll have a nice long think about this the next time a girl tells you she's not in the mood. Daisy stood up again, grabbing her lingerie bag before casually remembering the second guy. And you need better taste in friends. Daisy still didn't know where she was, but she did know where Alex was. Just like her other senses, that connection that let her find Alex's place without knowing where he lived was practically a beacon now. While talking to him had been pretty hit and missed today, she really needed to see him so she had to try. Logic would have said that she should have taken Steve's car but Daisy was feeling so amped that she was sure she could run there. She needed to do something with all this energy. Avoiding people was a little tricky, but Daisy could tell that she was moving at a supernatural speed. The trees and buildings whirled past her vision as she followed the beacon, though it was a little distracting now that she could now literally feel every soul around her. She was, for lack of a better term, full, but that didn't stop her from exploring the differences in them. It was like flavors of food that she could suddenly smell in the distance. This should have been too much. Both moving at the speeds she was, staying close enough to people to get a smell, but far enough to not be seen. It was a lot to process, but Daisy's mind was also as fired up as the rest of her, and it was all surprisingly easy to coordinate. Before she knew it, she was at the door and blinked for a second, stopping mid-knock. Come in, slut. Alex's voice called out. 
Daisy's new soul vision more than explained how he always knew she was there, though truth be told, he probably heard her coming as well. But as she opened the door, the reason for her pause was confirmed. Sir? Jazz? Hi. Jasmine murmured, sitting on the arm of Alex's recliner as he sat in his usual position in it. There was a quiver of guilt in Jasmine's voice as she spoke. I was invited. Daisy knew better than to question it at this point, and merely took her own place on her knees, bowing before him. This was much more difficult than before. It was like her body was sparking with electricity, and staying still like this was almost painful. Should I keep her down there a while? Alex asked with an amused grin. Sir? Jasmine growled. Fine. Rise, slut. Alex said, chuckling. Feels good, doesn't it? Fuck yes, sir. Daisy moaned as she stood up. It's like my nerve endings are on fire. Everything is so loud and bright and new. My God, sir. Do you feel like this all the time? What's she talking about? And why are her eyes making her look like a Sith? Jasmine asked worriedly. Alex chuckled. The slut has had her first soul fragments. Jasmine's eyes widened. She's going succubus? Already? I thought you said she was a week or two away at best. She was when I said it. Alex shrugged. But today she was sexually stressed and moved up the timetable. Sexually stressed? Jasmine questioned, her gaze going from Alex to Daisy. Steve and Brad tried to rape me. Daisy shrugged. She found herself irked at the fact that Jasmine knew more about what was going on with her own body than she did, but she was beginning to learn how to just suck it up. It wasn't like she had other options. They what? Jasmine roared, jumping off of the chair. Chill. Daisy sighed. Where do you think the soul fragments came from? I raped them back. Reverse raped them? Anti-raped them? Whatever. They're lying in an alley on the floor with their dicks out in more pain than they've ever been in. I'd love to hear how they'll explain that if someone finds them. Are you sure you're okay? Jasmine asked with genuine concern laced through her words. I've never been better. Daisy slowly licked her lips as Jasmine got closer. She'd always thought Jasmine was a very pretty girl, but Daisy just wasn't overly attracted to girls. She clearly wasn't against it if she were desperate enough. But on the whole, girls didn't do it for her as much as guys did. But the glow Jasmine's soul gave off was just mouth-watering. It made her physical attractiveness even more potent. You sure? You look very. Jasmine paused as she tried to find the right word. I don't know. It's not just the eyes. Daisy cocked her head slightly to the side as Jasmine got closer. The energy flowing through her seemed to spark again sending jolts of excitement all through her body. Despite all of this, it was Jasmine who cried out when she touched Daisy's cheek. Oh God! Jasmine moaned, her body shuddering in pleasure the moment that their skins touched. Daisy could actually see how turned on Jasmine had suddenly gotten. It was like the glow of her soul had something of a filter over it. A new color though even calling it a color seemed a weird term since it was something she was feeling as opposed to seeing. She smiled as she put her hand over Jasmine's, keeping it in place on her cheek. You like that? Daisy purred. Fuck! Jasmine trembled, 
panting slightly. Alex, she feels better than you do. Of course she does. Alex chuckled, a knowing grin sinisterly forming on his lips. I haven't fed in over a century. In the slut's case, they may be fragments but they're fresh. It'll fade within a day or two, of course. That said, you probably shouldn't have said that out loud. I do believe you just lost our bet. Why? Jasmine started to say before she felt Daisy's hands on both of her cheeks, the sudden increase in pleasure making her whimper. She looked at Daisy's face which immediately reminded her night that Alex had momentarily controlled Daisy's body to tease Jasmine. More importantly her eyes, which were unnaturally wide, had that same sinister glow about them as they had in her previous flare of jealousy. It was his hand. Jasmine quickly defended. It was just for a second. This didn't stop Daisy from leaning forward and kissing her. Jasmine gasped at the sudden pleasurable surge of sensations. With Jasmine's lips parted, Daisy's tongue instantly found hers only adding an electric intensity on top of everything else. From Daisy's perspective this was too easy. It wasn't like she had been exactly a slouch in the seduction department to begin with, but it was so much easier now. It was like playing an instrument. Daisy knew she could make Jasmine come just from kissing her. She knew that Jasmine was close. She could feel Jasmine's soul glowing brightly, beautifully, with her upcoming release. Sir! Jasmine was able to get out when she was able to forcibly break the kiss for a moment. You win! You Y-M-M-M-M-M-P-H! M! Alex merely watched with an amused smirk before saying, Let her go, slut! Daisy immediately released Jasmine, watching in slight irritation as Jasmine fell to her knees, apparently too far gone to stop the torrent of an orgasm that hit her. It seemed both intriguing to watch as well as a waste. Daisy then turned back to Alex. I wasn't going to hurt her. You can only hurt me right now. Jasmine was able to get out as she came down from it, still catching her breath. Juicing a soul isn't as easy as tearing or eating it. Especially if you've never done it before. Daisy slowly turned to Jasmine, cocking her head to the side again. There was an awkwardly long pause before Daisy finally said, You should teach me, then. You clearly know more than me. Jasmine bit her bottom lip, shrinking back a little. The venom in those words was not subtle. Daisy, I dash, don't worry about it. It's none of my business. Daisy suddenly interrupted. Jasmine rolled her eyes and turned to Alex with a glare. Alex laughed at the look before grinning widely back. I didn't tell her to say that. However, she is right. It is none of her business. Daisy let out a sigh of resignation before another question popped in her head. What was the bet anyway? Alex laughed loudly again and turned to Jasmine with a taunting expression. Why don't you tell her, little one? Jasmine scowled back at him before letting out a groan her olive complexion gaining a pink hue at his title for her. He said that when you started to get succubus abilities that I'd need his protection from you, especially with us living in the same dorm. Daisy blinked for a moment and then looked up thoughtfully before shrugging. Fair enough. I can control myself. Besides, I think I know sir's type and I know a couple of bitchy girls you might be into. This immediately caught Jasmine's attention, and her eyes narrowed. Daisy! You can't mean that. You do know what happens if you take too much of someone's soul, right? Your point?
Daisy shot back dryly. Daisy, I get that they were shitty to you and all but dash, oh relax. Daisy rolled her eyes. I know Jessica's daddy will get lonely, so I'll be sure to keep him company. That's not funny. Jasmine scowled. Both girls were distracted by the loud laughter that emanated from Alex's direction. Oh, I beg to differ, he said, chuckling a little more. I'm liking this side of you, slut. Jasmine's eyes widened as she slowly turned to Daisy, and surely enough Daisy was practically beaming at the praise as if it were the first compliment she'd ever been given. God damn it. Jasmine groaned. Chapter 06 Daisy was blushing profusely as she walked up to the door. Each step leading to it seemed to take forever as if she were in a dream, somehow slowing her steps regardless of the effort she put in. She couldn't quiet the voices in her mind. Did he know? How much did he know? Would he approve? Was he currently listening to these questions in her head? Was it all going to be worth it? Releasing a long sigh, Daisy straightened her skirt before knocking. Come in, slut. Daisy found herself grinning just from hearing Alex's voice. Her senses, both of the natural and supernatural nature all pointed to one conclusion before she had even opened the door. Alex was alone. It was also nice to know that Jasmine wasn't here today. If what she was hoping to happen was about to happen then having Jasmine there would be, odd. Somewhat satisfying but odd, nonetheless. Opening the door, she put her bag in its usual place in the corner and spared a glance at Alex that he was in his recliner, reading as per usual. Or at least he was until Daisy walked in. Currently, he was looking back at her, his eyes bulging widely in surprise. It wasn't often that Daisy could say that she truly saw a look of shock on Alex's face. She wished that she could take a picture. Her memory would just have to do. Blushing even further, Daisy dropped to her knees and bowed before him, wishing more than anything that she could just watch his face more as he processed what was happening. What did you do? Alex growled, his voice slightly uneven that he'd moved to stand right by her in very quick fashion. Daisy's eyes were still on the floor, but she listened very closely, her hearing being one of two senses that she could rely on. The second being the glow of his soul suddenly feeling closer. To a human he probably would have been nothing more than a blur from point A to point B, but she could hear every step that he made even though the swift movement had probably taken no more than a second. Daisy's breathing picked up as she answered. I was careful, sir. Daisy let out a yelp of surprise as she felt herself being pulled up by her hair, forced to look into his eyes. Alex was not happy. I believe I made it very clear that until I said so you were not to feed here. I didn't feed here, sir. I went out of town. Daisy quickly explained, feeling like something of a cartoon character, as she grimaced. It was the only way her brain could make sense of the fact that she was dangling off of the floor, her entire weight being supported by the fistful of hair Alex was holding her up by. This was very much as painful as it sounded. Alex's eyes narrowed as he appraised that answer. He let her dangle in pain for a few moments before speaking again, his voice more even and collected this time. How careful were you? Daisy felt like she was being scalped. She knew it was partially in her head considering how durable she'd been lately but with how quickly she'd been healing since her succubus abilities began to manifest, she figured that Alex probably wasn't above ripping her hair out from the root. 
She'd probably grow it back. Hi, Ugh, I made sure. I didn't know them. Ugh, and that, they drove, NPH, cars. Alex's eyes narrowed again. Cars? Oh, I see. After you fed, you made it look like a crash. Nobody saw me, sir. I swear. I'd never disobey you. Daisy squealed as she was suddenly released and gravity did its thing, brutally reintroducing her to the floor as she let out a small sob. I just wanted to be pretty for you. Oh, I know what you wanted. Alex growled, grabbing Daisy roughly by the hair again, throttling her as if she was being led by a leash. Daisy hadn't been given quite enough time to heal, so her scalp felt raw as it was pulled again. And a sick part of her was loving every minute. Not so much the pain, but what was behind it. This wasn't like Alex. While not above physical humiliation, he did prefer a calming psychological head fuck more than anything else. But those didn't involve him touching her, something he was continually going out of his way to do. Her body was practically pulsating pleasure with the new souls that they both knew were harvested for him. It was practically coming out of her pores as far as Alex was concerned. She knew his taste now and specifically chose three girls that would make his mouth water. He might not be starving, but she could tell that he was ready to eat, and in truth it had been her fault that A.S. numbing as their sexual humiliations had been since she became his thrall. They had to be flaming his hunger. A hunger she felt fully responsible for filling regardless of the unfortunate and gruesome consequences. Sure, she had more than a little bit of a selfish bias in how to make up for this, but her duty as his thrall still called to her regardless. Maybe he did prefer Jasmine, but with it being the results of the souls or not, right now Alex wanted her. And he wanted her more than any being on this planet. So what if he was going to make it hurt? Get the fuck out. Alex groaned, turning his back to Daisy as if in disgust. Yes, sir. Daisy quickly agreed. She fought the urge to smile. She could feel it. He wanted her so badly. Even kicking her out seemed like more of a compliment than anything else in the sense that he didn't trust himself around her right now. She could feel the lust in his soul. It was so overwhelming, just being this close to him was making her wet. She caught him off guard, frazzled him, and it wasn't like the effect would fade any time soon. She took those souls for him, so until he took them, she would remain, tempting. He could tell her to eat them, but then she'd be stuck like that until it went through her system. And that would take a month or two at least. There was only one real choice. He'd feed when he was ready. Daisy was more than happy to wait despite how needy her body had become for him. It wasn't like Alex leaving her sexually frustrated was exactly a new thing. Picking up her bag, Daisy headed to the door before she was suddenly slammed against it causing her to squeal. There had been a slight worry in her mind that with her being full of souls that Alex wouldn't feel as pleasurable to her as he used to. But every time he touched her that same thrill and pulse of ecstasy caused her to melt. The only difference now was that she knew she was doing the same to him. She couldn't fight her grin. Since I clearly need to specify this shit to you now, you do not feed again without my permission. Do you understand? Alex growled in her ear from behind her. His breath was uneven again, his need echoing through his words as they left his lips. Yes, sir! Daisy agreed, fighting the urge to grind against him. She was almost vibrating from sheer horniness. 
It was like a circle of lust that continued to rebound off the both of them, increasing more and more with each loop. I understand. Say it. Alex said more evenly, clearly aware of how primal he was getting and trying to get a hold of it again. I won't feed without your permission. I'm sorry for being so stupid. Daisy practically moaned, panting as she was pushed harder against the door. Alex growled again, his chest rumbling against her back. Say it again. I won't feed without your Aya. Daisy cried out as Alex reached around and lifted the front of her skirt before gripping her panties and pulled them up so viciously that they ripped under the force. Permission! She finished, breathing heavily from the unexpected blend of pleasure and pain as her pussy was exposed to the air. Daisy panted as she felt Alex ripping his own pants as well, clearly not having patience with little things like zippers or buttons as she continued. I'm sorry for being so stupid. Don't bother apologizing. Just fucking say it. Alex growled. There was no preamble. No teasing. By the time Daisy felt the head of Alex's cock on her wet cunt, he was already balls deep inside of her. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Daisy cried out as her body felt like it was exploding from the sudden sensation. Her mind immediately went back to the storage closet. With the exception of the lack of choking, Alex was fucking her with the same viciousness that had haunted her dreams since the last time. Buttons went flying as Alex ripped Daisy's shirt open, her torn bra following suit very quickly afterwards. Daisy let out a groan as Alex's hands reached around gripping her boobs so hard that she could already feel the bruises forming, and she didn't bruise nearly as easily as a human anymore. With his grip and new leverage, Daisy could barely make coherent thoughts as her body was jolted with the thunderous thrusts of Alex's hips. It was hard to comprehend how full she was. His massive cock pistoned in and out of her so quickly that her body never truly felt it not inside of her. Her mind just couldn't work quick enough to fathom the fractions of a fraction of a second that she was empty for. It was as if she was consistently full but somehow still being driven forward by the thrusts. Daisy couldn't process that a normal human couldn't hope to survive a fucking this vigorous. She couldn't even appreciate how loudly Alex was moaning as his cock plowed her cunt with impossible quickness. Her mind was filled with nothing more and nothing less that sheer, pure pleasure. Her increased senses seemed to acknowledge this as well. It was as if nothing would ever be this perfect and that was when Daisy was reminded that orgasms were a thing. She had grown so used to it being a non-factor with Alex. When he allowed her to come it was always with other people. With Alex, she'd only come the one time she begged for it, and when he fucked her in the closet. That was it. She'd grown accustomed to that pain frustration that a couple of weeks ago she'd have given anything to be rid of. Being with Alex was painful. She'd accepted this as her reality. It was how she was able to endure it. However, she also knew that the transfer of souls was dependent on orgasms. Sir, I'm gonna come. Daisy was able to get out before she was awash with a new sensation. She could feel a soul flowing from her body into Alex's. It wasn't even remotely as unpleasant as Daisy was expecting. It felt right. She could feel Alex's come shooting inside of her in response. And she could feel the immediate increase in how pleasing his skin felt to her. Daisy's eyes rolled in back of her head as Alex doubled down hungrily going for the rest. Perfect. There was no other word for it. 
the slight thought processes that Daisy's mind would allow gave her a massive sense of accomplishment. A feeling that this was why she existed. She was put on this planet to feed him. As Daisy panted with a renewed vigor, she met Alex's thrusts. They both vibrated against each other with their rapid movements, inhuman sounds escaping their mouths as they continued their frenzy, building towards another orgasm. Daisy could feel it this time. Alex was holding back, as much as she couldn't believe it initially. It wasn't until her second orgasm that she realized why. He could have taken all the souls at once, but he was stretching this out. He was enjoying this. As silly of a concept as it was to be surprised by someone enjoying sex, in Alex's case it was quite the novelty. The fact that he wanted this to go on longer almost made Daisy ironically come on the spot. But she only had one more at best left before she was metaphorically emptied.it was torturously delicious. Trying as hard as she could to hold back that last orgasm. Alex knew almost immediately what she was trying to do for him so of course he made it as difficult as possible. He even released one of her boobs so that he could play with her clit, his fingers expertly working around the sensitive nub. By this point, him touching anywhere was borderline orgasmic, so all Daisy could do was whimper as she tried to hold herself back. It was clear that he wasn't going to stop her, so it was entirely down to her willpower and desire to please him. Daisy cried out with the effort. Alex wasn't holding back anymore. And yet it wasn't like in the storage closet. He wasn't fucking her purely to get himself off. He didn't need to. He was in her head giving her every physical pleasure he could manage. It was almost humorous to her that he found a way to make something of a punishment out of this. It wasn't even the first time he'd managed to find torture out of such a pleasurable thing. Daisy's whimper became a whine as she felt the writing on the wall. With Alex's hands, either playing with her clit or her nipples and his cock constantly filling her needy pussy, she couldn't hold it back anymore. And knowing this, she still couldn't help but to fight against her orgasm like a mad woman. She fought it tooth and nail until she couldn't anymore and let out a banshee's wail as she came so hard that she felt like she was going to black out. Feeling the last soul go out of her, Daisy moaned as she felt her pussy being filled with Alex's come again. She could at least appreciate how sexy his moans were in that moment. Her pleasure was instantly caressed by the pain of him yanking her hair again as Alex pounded into her a few more times, coming down from his orgasm before releasing her and letting Daisy fall to the floor. Holy fuck, I needed that. Alex sighed, seeming like he could go another round even though Daisy knew that wouldn't be farther from the truth. Even still, Daisy grinned up at him as he reached up with a rejuvenating stretch. Clean me, slut. Daisy snapped to attention at the order. Yes, sir. She quickly replied, instantly pouncing on Alex's cock, thrusting it down her throat. Even this felt different from how it usually did. She didn't go as fast as they were fucking. As long as he would allow it, she would take her time and savor this. The afterglow of their fucking, the way they both tasted on his cock— even the way that just sucking him off was quickly building her to a fourth orgasm that she knew he wouldn't allow her to reach. Heh. Alex chuckled in agreement, grabbing Daisy's hair again and roughly pulling her off his dick. She had a moment of sensual reprieve and yearning before Alex took his cock in his hand and began slapping her repeatedly with it. Daisy let out a few small whimpers at the display, knowing the pulses of pleasure she received from this were about to end 
her cheeks reddening with humiliation. Only when he stopped slapping her with the massive phallus did he release her. You do know you fucked up, right? I warned you. Daisy let out a sigh. She should have figured. He couldn't even let her enjoy the pleasantness for a few more minutes before he made reality set in. I know, sir, do you? Tell me. Alex ordered, tilting Daisy's head up from her chin to force her to look at him, his gaze sterned out a moan released from Daisy's lips from the skin contact before she answered. You don't feed in bits. That's how you avoid drawing attention to yourself. When you feed, you do it in one large binge and then vanish. And do you remember the other part of that? Alex asked, his grip on Daisy's chin becoming painful. Your part. Yes, sir. Daisy winced, her voice becoming morose. I know what I am. I know what I'll have to do now, good. Alex's voice rumbled darkly, a sinister smile forming on his lips as he roughly released Daisy, almost as a shove. Because now I hunger. I have some preparations to make, but after I'm done, you are going to be very busy. Daisy couldn't stop the smile from appearing, even with the sadness gradually growing within. The way that Alex had said hunger caused a shudder of pleasure deep inside of her. Alex was right. She knew what the consequences of her actions would be. She could wallow in the inevitability of the future, or she could focus on how she would relieve that hunger. She could focus on her purpose. Daisy's clothes were in ruins. As she tried to get dressed all she had that even resembled clothing anymore was her button-up top which no longer had buttons and her skirt. Her underwear was shredded, both her panties and her bra. Not even caring about her current state of undress, Daisy made her way out to head back to the dorm. She was so exhausted that she couldn't come up with a word to truly describe it, and yet somehow, she was still simultaneously pumped. Once she got there, Daisy chuckled inwardly at Jasmine's eyes widening as she opened the door. Holy shit. Jasmine gasped seeing Daisy's condition. You were outside like that? It doesn't matter. Daisy shrugged, looking down. Her nipples were clearly visible through the thin fabric and her skirt wasn't very long, so she was sure that she'd flashed a few people on the walk home and definitely had gotten a few lustful looks and glares because of it. It was funny to remember how mortifying that idea would have been to her such a short time earlier. Everybody knows I'm a slut anyway. I mean, sure, but dash. Jasmine started before she got a closer look at Daisy and a smirk began to form. He let you come today, didn't he? Well, yeah. Daisy sighed happily, immediately belining towards the kitchen to get a drink. If he didn't, he couldn't get the souls. Yeah, I guess that makes some dash. Jasmine's eyes widened again, her smirk falling as Daisy's words sunk in. Souls? You fed him? He specifically told you not to do that. I went out of town, Daisy replied, downing a bottle of water in one go. I covered my bases. Sir still wasn't happy about it. Her grin slowly grew. Didn't stop him from fucking me, though. I thought I was going to have to wait a few days, but he just pounced on me. It was so fucking hot, Daisy, why? Why would you do that? Jasmine asked, her voice slightly above a whisper as she continued to look at Daisy almost in horror. Daisy shrugged again, giving Jasmine a hungry look as she leaned forward, the little cover her top gave her failing completely now. I'm a thrall. It's what I do. Jasmine reared back slightly. 
When most girls wanted to be left alone, they'd be bitchy. Daisy's new way of saying fuck off to Jasmine was to be flirty. After all, there wasn't technically anything more threatening than for her to find you attractive even with Alex's order to not feed on Jasmine still active. The annoying thing was how damn effective it was. Jasmine had found Daisy cute to begin with. And while the changes to her body did still make Jasmine iffy about the whole thing, once Daisy's succubus abilities had manifested, her sex appeal went through the roof. Even now, with Daisy looking out on her feet, the small gesture made Jasmine's heart beat just a bit quicker. The fact that Daisy literally smelled like sex in the best possible way also wasn't helping. But then she remembered what Daisy feeding Alex truly meant and wrestled control back from her arousal. Daisy, I'm going to bed. Daisy declared, clearly bringing the conversation to an end. When sir gives me the green light, I'm going to be very busy. I'll need my beauty rest, you know? She added with a wink. Night, Jazz. Jasmine frowned as she watched Daisy saunter seductively into the bedroom. Yeah, night. Most people thought it was a plague. Some thought it was a new kind of attack. Some even thought it was aliens. It swept through so quickly that it was never really identified and anyone who came into the town didn't come back out to pass on the little information they were able to get. Quarantining the town was all that could be done. And even that was very much a too little too late situation. The damage was done in less than a week. Daisy needed the men so that she'd have enough energy for the women, which obviously equated to just about everyone. Alex made it clear that when he binged, his personal taste didn't matter. Take as many as she could. She felt like some kind of demonic golden-eyed Santa sweeping through house after house. Though Alex would be the only one getting any gifts, Daisy had expected it all to become monotonous after a point, but it was like the party. It was a huge rush each time. The more she fed the more energy she had to feed. After the first day she didn't even need sleep anymore which only made maintaining her speed that much easier point one thing Daisy found interesting was that Alex began to wander around more. In fact, he was barely home. She still didn't know what the preparations he made were, but he was clearly doing something. She didn't need to know. She assumed he was out more because who would he be avoiding at this point? The streets were quiet, and they remained that way until Daisy was finished. She assumed they'd have gone to Alex's house when she mentally called out to him, but he was the one who sought her out and the moment he saw her, it was a done deal. They fucked right there in the middle of street. It wasn't as if they had to worry about cars. They could be as loud as they wanted and they could fuck as hard as they wanted, the growing craters they were making in the pavement being a testament of this fact. They fucked and they fucked and they fucked. The clock tower was visible from their chosen sexual harvesting area. Fifty hours and thirty-six minutes. That's how long they'd been going at it. Non-stop. Daisy should have been tired. She should have been sore. She should have been dripping. She should have been a lot of things. But instead she was moaning loudly as Alex viciously gripped a fistful of her hair, his hips rapidly slamming against her ass. Daisy didn't announce her orgasms anymore. She just moaned and bucked and came over and over. She didn't bother to count them. She just let the ecstasy wash over her. The pain, the torture, the humiliation, the jealousy, it all worth it because of this. Her emotions bubbled over as yet another orgasm shook through her, 
as always followed by her pussy being coated with Alex's cum. And her pussy always swallowed his loads right up like she was some supernatural cum sponge hungry for more dot and no matter how sensitive she was after she came, Alex gave her no quarter. He fucked her just as relentlessly as when he'd started, and Daisy would have had it no other way. He was most certainly not holding back this time. With every orgasm that he forced out of her, he took as many souls as he could manage making his subsequent orgasms all the more powerful. The pleasure bounced back and forth between them like lightning. Daisy could have fucked like this for weeks, years, and she'd have been just as hungry for Alex's cock, but she could still feel it coming to its inevitable end. There was a temptation to try to hold back. Stretch it out over a few more orgasms. But that wasn't Alex's will. She was already sobbing as she came hard, her body shaking in pleasure as she felt Alex coming inside of her one more time. And just like that it was over. Alex groaned happily as he released his grip on Daisy and just seemed to bask in the sun for a few moments, his eyes glowing vibrantly with power. If Daisy had been looking up, she would have seen almost a visible aura as the air distorted around him as if he were fire itself. But Daisy wasn't looking up. Her eyes were on the cracked pavement as she let the sobs have their way with her. She wanted to be happy. She truly did. She fulfilled her purpose. Because of her, Alex was going at full force again. But as selfless as she tried to be for him, she couldn't see beyond what it meant for her. It wasn't some vague inevitability in the future. It was now her present. Oh, come now, slut. It can't be that bad. I did warn you. Alex stated flippantly as he rolled his eyes. Ah, I know. Daisy choked out, trying to get a hold of herself but unable to stop the tears streaming down her cheeks. I just, I'm, going to miss you, sir. Alex chuckled kneeling down so that they were almost at eye level while remaining slightly above her. You dumb, dumb slut. Of course you will. You're my thrall. You knew this was coming. The hunters are on their way. Daisy tried to sit up somewhat, fighting her sobs as her tears continued to fall. I, I know. I'm a target she reaffirmed. She remembered Jasmine in horror concluding that this was probably why he didn't already have a thrall. That maybe this was the fate of all of them. Right you are. Alex grinned, ruffling Daisy's hair, knowing full well the pleasure this sent through her. And you played your part excellently. Th. Thank you, sir. Daisy replied, genuinely beaming at the compliment. Sir, since I did so well, can I ask for something? Before you release me? Alex raised his eyebrow in curiosity before Daisy could feel him in her mind. She could tell when he got to what he wanted because he let out a loud belly laugh. A kiss? That's what you want. Please? Daisy begged. Short of the taunting one on her forehead, Alex hadn't kissed Daisy since he made her his thrall. A kiss to start their relationship and one to end it. It seemed, apartment with his right hand, Alex gently tilted Daisy's head from her chin to have her look him in the eyes as he moved closer. Their lips were no more than an inch apart when Alex's left hand colliding viciously with her cheek, the force of the backhanded slap throwing her to the floor as he laughed loudly again. Goodbye, slut. Daisy touched her throbbing cheek and forced a smile as she watched Alex literally vanish in flames. That was a new trick. 
but she couldn't even process it as she felt the loneliness of not having Alex in her head anymore. She couldn't feel where he was. He was gone. It hit her all at once. She didn't want to die. She didn't want to lose Alex. And now she had to suffer through both. Hugging her knees, Daisy just let the despair swallow her, and she surrendered to it. Eventually there were no more tears. No more sadness. Just emptiness. A darkness that she fully succumbed to, the weight of it keeping her where she sat. She just stayed there for who knows how long in the middle of the street staring at nothing. But eventually there were voices. This isn't right. Of course, this isn't right. A nest of demons chewed down on a whole fucking town. In broad-ass daylight. We'll get these assholes. Yeah, but where are all the bodies? Maybe they ate them. I don't know. Depends on the demon. I thought we were looking for an incubus slash succubus nest. That's what all the signs seem to lead to. They don't eat the physical bodies. Scavenger demons? Who knows? I'm on edge too. There's a lot of SHIT. What's over there? Relax. It's not moving. It's Dash. Ah, probably just a discarded thrall. Fucking demons. Still doesn't explain where the people are. Think we can get anything out of her? Nah, look at her. She's too far gone. Daisy felt her head cautiously being raised. She unenthusiastically noticed that the edge of a large sword was doing the lifting. Her eyes connected to the hunter for just a moment before dropping to the floor again. She didn't care. Yeah, definitely too gone. The hunter confirmed. Only one thing to do now. Want to be put out of your misery. Daisy's eyes slowly raised again, tears forming again in her eyes as she realized that there was still something she wanted. Please, you heard her. This should be an easy one for the rookie. Incantation, sharp bit though the heart. Easy peasy. Daisy's attention was drawn to one of the younger members of the group. He wore the same black tactical uniforms as the others, though the youth looked much newer. The way he held his sword was unsteady, his eyes unsure. He reminded her of Tristan. She lazily smiled at him. It was almost over. I'm sorry, he said before mumbling something in another language. Don't be, Daisy murmured. And then it happened. There was no hesitation, just a flaming hot pain in her chest as the sword penetrated her. There was pain. Lots of pain. And then the darkness began to claim her. Thank you? And then there was nothing. Daisy didn't even feel the ground as her body hit it. I know I've said this multiple times, but you just don't get it, do you, slut? You don't die unless I say you do, sir? Who else would it be, dummy? I thought, you released me, I, felt it, you feel what I want you to feel. Also, if I really released you, your appearance would have reverted to your original form. Anyway, none of this is important. What is important is that I need you to do something for me. Anything, sir. I was willing to die for you. Of course you were. And I'm sure you will someday. But for now, I just need you to surrender to me. Daisy was confused at first. How much more could she surrender? And then she understood. She opened her mind and body to Alex becoming nothing more than a passenger to his will. A puppet for him to control from wherever he currently was. Daisy's eyes opened as the hunters were talking amongst themselves, clearly trying to figure out what to do next. 
It was like an out-of-body experience. She saw through her eyes, felt the pain from the wound in her chest, but she wasn't in control of her body in any way. As Daisy rose, her eyes glowed brightly as she looked around. There were nine of them. Five here and four around the perimeter. Daisy didn't even know her body could do the things it was doing. In seconds, she teleported around the perimeter taking out the four guards, her body vanishing in flames the same way that Alex's had. From then, she was noticed by the remaining five. It didn't matter. It wasn't an even fight. It wasn't even close. Daisy figured that even if they had been on their guard, it wouldn't have done them the slightest good. It was all over that quickly. It figured. Daisy had been mostly using her body for pleasure. Even when she was harvesting, she kept things pleasurable, with the notable exception of her mother. So, of course, when Alex took her body over it would be used for pure destruction. The only one left standing was the rookie, who simply looked at his fallen comrades with the most hopeless expression that Daisy had ever seen. And that was saying something. Tilting his head up, Daisy forced him to look at her. Say my name, Hunter. Alexandros. He whispered with the horror and reverence most children would say the boogeyman or whatever monster kept them up at night. Daisy's lips curled into a sinister smile. I do love it when my reputation precedes me. Makes it so much easier. But just to be on the safe side, I will reiterate your current situation. You, you lucky boy get to be my message. And that message is I have fed. I am at full power. Your people can come after me all you want, but I did this to you with my thrall. Daisy stopped to point around at her handiwork. If you come after me, to use the current vernacular, I will wreck your shit. So you can do it anyway, and good luck with that if you do, or your people can just take the L and try again in a generation or two when I'm weak again. Your choice. I don't give a shit. Do you understand? Yes, yes, sir. Daisy insisted, her eyes narrowing into a glare. I'm sparing your life. You put some respect in your tone or I'll just kill you and let more hunters come here and we both know how that will go. As sorry. The hunter stammered. Yes, sir. Then we're good. Daisy said happily, the intensity instantly gone. Go along then, boy. Shoo. Shoo. Daisy smirked as she watched the teenager book out of there as fast as his legs could take him. Sir, that was the most badass thing I've ever seen in my life. Daisy thought to Alex, surprisingly not caring if she got use of her body again. She was just happy to still be his. As if in response, her limbs were her own again as soon as the thought crossed her mind. That was a message. An intimation move. What the hell would I want with your body other than that? Alex groaned into her mind. I don't know, sir. I don't think unless you tell me to. Daisy replied with a wide smile. Huh? Good answer. Alex chuckled. I do in fact have something else I want you to do for me. Of course, sir. Daisy nodded. Jasmine turned the page of the book she was reading, fully immersing herself into the fictional words within its pages. Anything to keep her mind off her present. Anything to not think of the monster and the cunt who she used to see as her best friend. While she wasn't exactly ignorant of her part in this situation, thinking on it only made things worse. Thinking was painful, and she was trying with everything in her being to avoid pain. 
she was also failing spectacularly. She could already feel the tears forming in her eyes and tried to fight them. Just read the goddamn book. Focus on that. Focus on what she has, not what she lost. A sudden sound drew her attention. It made her think about someone lighting a match only much louder. By the time she saw the flames they were already dispersing and, in their place, stood Daisy. That was cool as fuck. Daisy chuckled to herself. Teleporting wasn't nearly as difficult as she thought it would be. After seeing Alex do it when he was puppeting her body, using magic was just like flexing a new muscle. It was very similar to the time she fed on Steve and Brad in the alley. Shouldn't you be dead? Jasmine asked dryly. She already knew about teleportation and wasn't nearly as fascinated about it as Daisy was. Daisy shrugged in response. Sir technically said I'd be a target. Lifting her top, she showed Jasmine the healing chest wound. According to Alex, it would take longer to heal due to it being done by a holy weapon. He never said I would die from it. Jasmine's eyes bulged at the sight. Wait, he let you think you were going to die that entire dash? Of course, of course he did. I forgot who we were talking about. It doesn't hurt that badly. Daisy stated, pulling her top back down and looking around the house. I wasn't expecting you to be here. The more Daisy looked around, the more irritable Jasmine seemed to get, her eyes narrowing and her teeth gritting together menacingly. Where the fuck would I go, Daisy? Back to the dorm? This is my family's house. Technically, it's yours now. Daisy replied. What? You think that's funny? Jasmine roared, her annoyance bubbling more and more to the surface. I wouldn't say funny. Daisy shrugged. But come on. Did you really think Sir would spare them? It was only you he agreed to protect. No. Jasmine sat up, immediately stepping up to Daisy and getting in her face. He did spare them. He left it up to you. It was your choice. That was sparing them. No. It wasn't. Daisy said calmly. He made me resent you with no outlet for it. He let it fester and then left me one single way to get back at you for it. He knew what I would choose. I'm petty. I've always been petty. Were you not paying attention? Hearing Alex's earlier taunt from her lips brought a smile to Daisy's face. She couldn't hear Alex's laugh in her mind, but she was sure if he was listening, he would have found that hilarious that Daisy's amusement seemed to infuriate Jasmine even more as she balled her fists tightly to her sides. Get the fuck out of my house! Daisy chuckled at the display, not budging an inch. Sir wants to see you. Well, you and Sir can suck a dick for all I care. Jasmine growled. Maybe I wasn't clear. Sir ordered me to bring you to him. Daisy said bluntly, her eyes glowing at the implied threat. Jasmine stepped back with a scowl. But even then, she knew the futility she was facing. It wasn't like she stood a chance against Daisy physically anymore, despite the height difference, which was one of the few things that hadn't changed about her. As she looked over Daisy, Jasmine sighed. It wasn't just the boobs, the hips, the legs or even her now completely black hair. There were so many little things. The curves of her eyes, her teeth no longer had that childish cuteness to them. The more Jasmine looked, the less she recognized. Is my friend even in there anymore? Daisy's eyes seemed to flash as she smirked at the question. 
Have you ever gotten shit on your shoe? Sure, you clean it and do everything to get rid of the smell and all, but you know that it's still there on some level. But after a while it doesn't really matter anymore, does it? You'll think of it from time to time, but on the whole, its existence is irrelevant. Jasmine's eyes narrowed. That was a very, Alex, reply. It was hard to see where Alex started and Daisy began anymore. She knew that she'd lost Daisy when she decided not to spare her family from the attack. But looking at her now was just sad. Jasmine didn't realize why it took her so long to recognize it. I should have let him release you when I had the choice. Daisy chuckled in response. He told you that you'd regret it. You keep betting against her, and he keeps winning. You'd think you'd have learned by now. Regardless, come, she said, offering her hand. I don't want to touch you. Jasmine spat back. She was fully aware that while Alex had no doubt taken all the female souls, the male ones were still inside Daisy and as such the effect of physical contact was still going strong. Too bad. Daisy grinned back. I wouldn't want you getting lost in transit, would I? Sir would be very disappointed in me. Jasmine's eyes widened. Daisy wasn't just making an idle threat. Bad things could happen if a teleportation went wrong and Daisy had already made it clear that she was new to it. Growling, Jasmine accepted the offered hand, trying to bite back her moans at the sudden pleasurable sensation. There. Was that so bad? Feels good, doesn't it? Daisy purred, knowing full well Jasmine's father and brother were part of that reason. Fuck. You. Jasmine growled. Daisy winked back at her letting the forced pleasure linger for a few moments before they were both engulfed in flames to return to the being who'd become the center of both their existences. When the duo reappeared, it was immediately clear that they weren't in Alex's place. Or at least the one that they'd grown to believe was his home. This was much more suited to him. The stone architecture showed that they were in an old castle and instead of a recliner, Alex sat on a full-blown extravagantly sculpted throne. He had still been reading before they showed up, lifting his eyes from the pages at the intrusion. No TV? Jasmine grunted. Lame. Someone's in a cheeky mood, aren't they? Alex noted, grinning back at her. Jasmine half expected Daisy to make some smart-ass comment to that, only to see Daisy silently kneeling beside the throne, her head down, awaiting her next instructions. Alex paid her no mind, but Daisy no longer seemed to care. Jasmine couldn't help but to scowl at the display as she glared at Alex. You could have spared them. Alex chuckled at the statement before his grin returned. Look at you. I feed on an entire town, tens of thousands of people, and you're only mad at me because I didn't spare those close to you. Jasmine's cheeks burned in embarrassment. It wasn't like her selfishness in the matter hadn't occurred to her before. She'd beaten herself up about it many times but she still hated the way he phrased it. You knew how important my family was to me. I told you about them. In detail. Multiple times. And that was your mistake. Alex's eyes gained their telltale golden glow. I'm a demon. You like me because I'm a demon. Why the surprise when I do demonic things? Because you weren't supposed to do them to me. Jasmine shrieked. You wanted me to do them to you. In a blur, Alex was up from the throne and no less than an inch from Jasmine's face. You begged me to hurt you. To torture you. 
Not like that. Jasmine looked away, her eyes watering, the more her own hubris was thrown in her face. And that's just it, little one, Alex said almost tenderly. You don't get to decide how I hurt you. That's not how this works. This is my game. I make the rules. You're just a toy I like playing with. It's not my fault that you don't enjoy every way I play with you. Jasmine tried to fight her sobs as she glared at Alex. I am not your goddamn toy. I hate you. I hate you so fucking much. Both Alex and Jasmine were distracted by the sudden noise originating from Daisy's direction. She was still kneeling by the throne, but she was almost bent over in laughter. She was laughing so hard that tears were streaming down her eyes. Jasmine couldn't remember her ever laughing that hard, even before she became a thrall. Through the laughter Jasmine was barely able to make out. And I thought I was supposed to be the dumb slut. Jasmine was dumbfounded by the reaction until she turned to Alex again to see him grinning widely and with purpose as he firmly held her waist with one hand, the other one behind her neck, the sudden pleasure jolting through her as she became keenly aware of how close he was. The grip was solid. Even as Jasmine realized the position she was in, there was nothing she could do about it. I have been waiting quite some time to hear you say those words. Alex's grin only widened further. Every part of his body expressed his sudden excitement, including the obvious one as the position they were in caused his hips to be pressed against Jasmine's. And it was worth every delicious second. Time seemed to slow down as Jasmine saw that Alex's face, and more specifically his lips, were getting closer and closer to hers. She panicked. She swore. She fought and pushed for all the good that it did, but his grip on her was just too strong. No! Please! She begged, her eyes frantically looking over to Daisy, who was looking right back, her laughter being the only sound in the room other than the struggling from Jasmine herself. I don't want this anymore! Jasmine cried out. Pure terror permeated every cell in her body despite the forced pleasure of Alex's touch driving her closer and closer to an unwanted orgasm. And that blend of terror, panic and pleasure remained for the entire second that Jasmine had a freedom until Alex's lips finally pressed against her own. The End